Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, let's play Never Have I Ever. Plus, Biz marks the passage of time, and Teresa loves Jesse. <laughs> Guys, we're both here. Before we get into how we're doing, let us start as we have been starting recently by saying a big Thank you, and we see you to everyone who is out there working because they are so needed during this pandemic. Everyone working in the medical field, everyone working in grocery stores and delivery and, you know, warehouses where you're packing stuff up and shipping things out. UPS. I mean, like I love, not specifically UPS, but I mean, all delivery services. (laughs) It's just, I really like my UPS lady. And I do. And she's lovely. She has two braids and she always gives the dog next door bones, like little treats. So he doesn't kill her. (laughs) (laughs) So big thank you to everyone and to all of those people who are staying at home. I know I'm getting itchy. (laughs) So itchy to get out. But it's really important that we stay home right now so that all of those people we just thanked can get out there and do their job, as well as to keep each other safe. Teresa, how are you? It has been a rough day. I am not going to start off without saying that. Every single one of my kids has had a meltdown today. And it's at least one, I guess I should say. So it's just been, it's been really hard. It's been, not every day of this has been like this, but today was so far one of those days where it just really felt absurd. Like it felt impossible today. So that's where I'm at (laughs) a little bit. I am really grateful to be here with you. (laughs) Um, and all of you listening, I'm really grateful for this community. Um, and I'm grateful for my husband, Jesse, who coincidentally has a birthday coming up this week. And he is currently driving, driving around in my minivan, trying to get Curtis, our three-year-old, to take a nap while our other kids are having iPad time in the car. We barely got everyone out the door and into the car just for the drive like just for like a drive like nothing special don't even really need shoes because they're not going anywhere (laughs) it's just been a really rough day so I'm really grateful for Jesse I feel like our experience parenting has been interesting (laughs) and this time at home during the safer at home orders has been like everything we've learned how to do together times a thousand, like put to the Mm. test. Like, remember this scenario? Now you get to do it more. Remember this other scenario? Now you get to do it one after another with no break in between. Like the other, you know what I'm saying? Like the other night, he was like, he was like, remember when weekends used to be hard because we'd have the kids all weekend? And I was like, Yeah. And the worst part about that is I still think that sounds hard. Like, it's not like, 
my perception has like changed because we've gotten like so much better at it that now it's like oh yeah a weekend I can do that in my sleep no still a weekend what a weekend with all the kids like that's still like whoa like heart palpitations a little bit like that's still a lot to to like deal with despite the fact that it's day in and day out and on top of everything else and I was just thinking also how just how kind of funny our working relationship has become under stress because like our working relationship not not our working relationship in the business and max fun but like our working relationship in the home is so funny right now because we're both just trying to cope so badly and like be nice to each other but also we're both kind of going a little bit insane but like trying not to take it out (laughs) on each other and like we're both just working all the time like we're just working 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 all the time (laughs) and like the other day he came home he had he had done his like once a week grocery shopping thing and he was putting stuff away in the kitchen and I was like managing stuff going on with the kids and going in and out of the house with somebody who was outside and somebody who was inside. And I was like cleaning up lunch dishes and blah, 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 blah. And I went out to like take the trash out or something. And I came back in a few minutes later. I know I went to get something from the garage. I came back in a few minutes later and there were all these beach towels all over the <laughs> kitchen floor. <laughs> And I said, and I could tell that they had been like mopping something up. And I said, did something bad happen? And he said, yes. And then I went, okay. And then we just kept doing what we were doing. And I never followed up. Like I never went back to be like, and he never, like I never, it doesn't matter. The floor is a little sticky now a few days later. I haven't gotten to mopping. But, and it's like, he doesn't feel bad that I didn't follow up to ask. And I don't feel bad that that happened. And it's just one of the, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so, it's so, that is not a normal social interaction. (laughs) Like, under normal circumstances, it would be like, oh, what happened? Do you need some help? No. Yeah. We're past that. We are way past that. Oh, yeah. No, the the following, the follow-up question, for sure. I, I might be slightly ahead of Steph, and Stefan will be like, what was all that screaming about? It's not important. Yeah, I don't. I it's I in the past zero, now. Yeah. It's in the past now, yeah. and I don't want to relive it. No, like I don't. And why would you? It's not going to help to say yeah. all the stuff that happened. We don't have any energy left to talk. Yeah. No, no emotional development. The end. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what yeah. that was about. <laughs> the screaming was about some screaming. Yeah, it was about anything stupid these days. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyways, Ugh. how are you, Biz? Uh, you know, whatever, guys. I, you yeah. know, I'm here. You know, we're all still in a house. I think being home this long, what lets me know how long we've been in and how long it's been since I've really been out doing anything it's my my hair the roots of my hair are like the rings of an old tree <laughs> it just the roots of my hair are just marking the days as they pass by it's like oh i can i can see now we've hit we, we're way past the 30 day right like it's the, like this just the gray the white <laughs> here yeah. was a year here was a year in which things were very dry yeah. <laughs> like right over here in my hair is where I took really good care of it for a while <laughs> so a lot of moisture at that yeah. point in time you were really into like vitamins for a few months yeah, really yeah. I like, yeah. was taking care of it now you're just old you're just old is what's coming yeah. out now this yeah. tree is slowly dying (laughs) and the only other time it's been this long was when I had Ellis and like it was probably a year and a half (laughs) before I did anything else which makes me feel like I know that's not true for everybody a lot of people are very good at taking care of themselves and I 
think that ties in nicely to what we're going to talk about today, which is Never Have I Ever. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Never have I ever let the roots of my hair go so long, Teresa, <laughs> that, that I could cut my hair and not have to worry about dyeing it again. Drink! <laughs> yep. So never have I ever is this game that uh, the college kids and the 20-somethings play. We certainly don't play it now as adults. And it's the basic premise is never have I ever... And then you say something that maybe you've done or maybe you want to see if like friends have done, right? And then if you have done it, you drink. So like, never have I ever fallen into debt due to calling a phone psychic way too much. Drink. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we even toyed with this like before, like early on when we had younger children, different numbers of children and younger children, we definitely touched on the never will I ever let my kids have a tablet at a restaurant. Never will I ever give my children non-organic food. (laughs) Never will I ever give my children plastic toys, right? Like, and just how quickly that devolved, right? Like how quickly we suddenly found ourselves saying, Why did I ever put a limit (laughs) on how low I could go? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right? Let's talk about the things we wouldn't have done otherwise, whether that be good or bad. (laughs) Yeah. This has been such an interesting thing to just like self-observe, hasn't it? Like, Yes. You know, like to kind of watch myself making decisions that I wouldn't have otherwise (laughs) and like Mm. and like kind of judge myself like yeah this is cool (laughs) like this is like oh this is cool I don't like I would like to think that I would have done this regardless but I don't think Mm. I would have this is really cool right like like, you know just like letting like playing imaginary games for like longer amounts of time or like going out to like look for cool rocks in the yard for 45 (laughs) minutes like just like weird you know just like stuff that I just wouldn't have had the tolerance for but then also just observing like the the one that like bugs me the most that somehow I've ended up doing is like the three different kids on three different devices at Uh, some point during the day which I which bothers me I'm I think it's for real reasons and not just like self-judging reasons like I I just I would rather them be watching something socially and Mm, I say and also just for simplicity's sake like for me (laughs) like to turn one thing on and off I really like hold on just for clarity's sake yeah you're not saying I don't want my kids on a screen I just want them to be on a screen together (laughs) yeah yeah that feels better to me (laughs) let me clarify why I asked that question I just didn't want anyone to think it sounded like I don't want my children on devices (laughs) no well I mean how would you even okay I don't even know how I yeah I don't yeah you can't uh, so that's part of this. Like I'm that's that's a separate episode, I think. Yeah. I, I'm having such yeah. a hard time with the extent to which we're using Zoom for absolutely everything. Like and people are yes. seemingly feeling fine suggesting it for more things. Like, oh well we can what if we do a Zoom thing? Like let's add Zoom stuff to our lives. Like yeah. I, I'm I'm dying of Zoom. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, so that's like a, se- that's like a separate, that's a separate thing. Yeah. But like, 
just the it's it's like a it's like a visceral thing more than anything else is like if my kids are all watching something together mm-hmm. i mean obviously i still want there to be a limit on that but like i feel like they can like bond over it or they could talk about it after yeah. when they turn it off or you know and it's just like more of a social experience and their faces are farther away from the screen like they don't get as absorbed in yeah. it and it's not as big of a transition to like come back out of it but also, like, just see <laughs> having them all set up on different devices, which happens a lot be- right now because of the homeschooling stuff. Like, I have, right. I have to have somebody set up on something, somebody set up on something else, and then somebody, like, it's just, and then what I find is because of the ages that my kids are and the fact that aside from Grace, like, Oscar and Curtis don't have as much experience, like, with technology. Right. And so a lot of it, they can't really maneuver themselves most of the time. And so I'm, like, hopping around in between <laughs> each kid back and forth like a complete idiot, yeah. you know? And it's, it's, it's very frustrating and unpleasant, and there's very little payoff for that. So, but I still do it. Like, I still do it because I yeah. haven't figured it I haven't figured out how not to during this time yeah no I'm a hundred percent with you on the device use I'm pro device (laughs) pro tv yeah but because all the school stuff is on it now it does make the screen time that we were already allowing feel like a lot and I will say that when in the in the realm of never would I ever or never have I ever uh, just given up that fight real quick and just been like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> go, oh, yeah totally. Just go. Just sure. fucking do it. Yes. You mentioned something early at the beginning, which I think is, is very funny because it, it speaks to what each of us find enjoyable and don't uh-huh. find enjoyable. Like you're like, you know, I could sit and play a game for, you know, much longer than I would normally. And I'm like, oh, God, if I could just go out and look for rocks, man. Like, if everybody mm. could stay focused on rocks, right? But for me, it's been stuff like, I think for me, it was things that I thought would work in my brain, but like, just as this was beginning. And now, a month into it, where we actually, like, where I actually stand on those things. <laughs> my exam- One of my examples is Katie Bell had this big week-long school camping trip that she had been, like, emotionally preparing for all year. It's like all the fifth and sixth graders go. It's this huge deal. Very exciting. And obviously, that was canceled, and she was really bummed out about it when you know, all these announcements came out a month ago that everything was being put on hold. And I said, we can, let's do a camp out in the backyard, right? Now that is logical. It even sounds like me. I'm very pro backyard camp out. Sure. We've never done it. We've never done it. But in my mind. But you could. Yeah. Yeah. We're camping people in my mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You have the tent. We have the tent. That's the main uh, thing, right? Some of us, some of us have sleeping bags, right? Uh-huh. But either way, we have a fire pit. So yep. we're going to have some fun. Yeah. Now, fast forward a month later, right, to this past weekend. And the weather has been so hit and miss. It definitely was not warm or like clear this weekend. And we've already had to push the camp out three days due to rain and things like that. And man, oh man, I am so fucking touched out. I am so fucking tired. I am so fucking tired of people talking at me in loud voices. Voices that are so loud. So loud. And the idea of getting into a tent (laughs) with all that touching and voices... I, I did all I wanted to do was every time somebody said, Yay, it's camp out weekend, I just wanted to scream, No, like at the top of my line, No, I don't want to do I mean, my inner toddler, I don't want to do this. This is not going to be fun for me. I absolutely, 
uh, like it just felt impossible to do. And everybody else was up and like excited and I had to really push myself and rally and we did it. Whoa. But, oh no, yeah, we did it and there's- But you uh, did it for real? Did you sleep out no, there? No, of course we did. I, yes, so you really did everybody it. Okay, wanted to do sure it. I wasn't sure if you actually did it. I wasn't sure <sighs> if you actually did. I wasn't sure if- no, I know. I could have easily backed out or somebody else. I'm like, of all the times, no one is wanting to back out. Yeah. I kept thinking, everybody go out and play. And then they'll just inevitably say it's too cold to camp out. But that that didn't happen. And then I thought, somebody's going to say this, like somebody. Ellis is going to be like, I want to go inside. But he didn't because he was going to get to sleep cuddled up to me. So uh-huh. that's exciting, even if we were just like in the middle of the street. Right. <laughs> yeah. He would take help. his chances in the middle of the yeah, street. Yeah, he'd take his chances in the middle of the yeah. street just so he could sleep next to me. We're going to be so old. I'm going to be like, Ellis, come and brush my hair. <laughs> yes, mother. Yes, mother. Would you like French braids tonight, mother? Anyway, no, everybody was into it. And so... I did it, and I was such a pill about it the next day, and because like Stefan's like, this is gonna be real memories, and let me tell you, that is now the top of my. I don't ever want anybody to fucking say that to me. Like, yeah. think of the memories. It feels a little like the time goes so fast; they'll be yep. grown up. I'm like, yeah, those memories were at the expense <laughs> of me getting yeah. a good night's sleep and your wellness. Yeah. And my wellness, yeah. like my I mental know. Your overall wellness. wellness. Yep. <laughs> no, that is so true. I right? mean, there is definitely, there is definitely a message that's circling around that is like, yeah. just think of it like you're getting this time that you wouldn't yeah. get otherwise. Yes. And it really, it triggers me. I try not to use yeah. the word trigger like uh-huh. lightly I know you but don't. it triggers yeah. me like it's not a good feeling to hear that because I yeah I love my kids no. too and I love having good times with them too that is not what this is <laughs> I'm no. sorry it's, it's not. not no it's not and I, and I don't want to dismiss for those who are finding a great joy in yeah. this Right? Yeah. Everybody's circumstances are different, different age kids, different amount of kids, all that stuff. This does not negate that. But I'm with you. It's very much that sort of line of this is think of the memories or think of all this extra time you're getting that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise feels very much in the in the realm of like you should feel like shit because you're not enjoying it hard enough. Yeah. yeah, you're not enjoying it. You're, you know, you're me- good you. moms would be happy to have so yeah. much time. Good moms, <laughs> good moms would yes. be happy to have so good much moms. Time. Yeah, yeah, that is good moms. God, yeah. that does make you just want to <laughs> jab it right in your eye. But that's what this is. I think that actually ties in really well to what we're talking about. This idea that yeah. If this had not been the circumstances, if everything yeah. leading up the last 30 and, and more days to this camp out, I would have felt very differently about it. I would yeah. have been like, awesome, or there's at least a yeah. stronger chance that yes. I would have felt better about this. Yeah. And so it, it's... It's like the opposite. Like, I'm not finding joy, actually, in the things that would have normally brought me. Like, I'm not finding right. the aha moments of, like, right. oh, actually, it's really tolerable to to do a game go on forever. Right? Like, that would have yes. normally been really tolerable for me. Right. This is not yeah. what we were thinking of. This is not no. that. This is... I really not that Which, and this is this <laughs> sorry I just this makes me think of no. like what you were what you were saying as far as like what something you would have looked forward to under normal circumstances and like I have found myself 
in the morning sometimes because I, I kind of like to move slowly in the mornings and I have a hard time like rushing around in the morning and getting everybody off to school under normal circumstances. And so one thing that has been really nice for me about this is that I ha- we have like slower, calmer mornings. And recently I've found myself like when I'm up in the morning and I'm like thinking about how weird everything is and how weird it is that we have like a day at home, com- yeah. you know, coming ahead and like trying to cope with that. I, I find myself thinking like, well, you know, at least you don't have to like rush out in the morning. And like, if you had to, you wouldn't want to right now, Mm. but like, you know what I'm saying? But like the reason for that is I don't want to do anything right now Yeah, because I'm so fucking tired and broken yeah. That none of it sounds manageable to me. Going back to yeah. school doesn't sound manageable. Making lunches <laughs> doesn't sound manageable. Driving places doesn't sound manageable. Yeah. Doing this for any more days yeah. doesn't sound manageable. None of the stuff sounds manageable because I'm too tired. Yeah. Did you did you ever, <laughs> did you ever think? Let's just derail with this question. Okay. Did you ever think, (laughs) did you ever think you could get more tired? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) how many times on the show have we talked about like, oh, there's like infant, like never being able to catch up with Mm -hmm. the rest you need every time. Mm You, like, get ahead. Yeah. You're still yeah. starting from five steps behind, right? Right. So yeah. <laughs> so if we were already <laughs> 10 years behind <laughs> yeah, when this started, right? Like, for me, it's 10 years. Like, uh, yeah. 10 years of always being several steps behind my rest, my best rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't think I could... Like, all the things I thought I had really, like, po- like my patience was so better. My, 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 like, going with the flow. My, like, this is our structure and these are my boundaries. Yeah. Like, yeah. I never thought I would go back against my boundaries. That's for right. sure. Because I worked right. so hard. Yes. You know, never have I ever just let all that go to shit and just let Ellis yeah. crawl all over me while I'm eating food. Or yep. let Katie Bell, you know, ask something and when I say no, argue with me and me not just say no is no. Instead, it becomes, uh, I have a cookie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Seriously. Go ask your yes. father. And like, those things are harder than than the camp out for me because there are, you know, uh, let's throw out slippery slope. You know, how do, how do we come out of this on the other side? I I mean, I, I have, I am in no place to start thinking about how that will work. Right. In terms of like, as a parent, (laughs) My relationship, to, I don't know how we'll go back to me like setting rules on food, and we—I haven't let things go to complete shit here, right? But I'm tired because I'm trying to keep the few things that can stay structure-wise structured. Yeah, but you know, the, the kids know that the dam is breaking, and they're just coming I up know. and testing, like pulling sticks out left yep. and right, and I—I I just. I don't know how that ties into anything, but I felt like complaining about it. (laughs) No, that is really, I think that, I think that ties in perfectly because what we're talking about in our topic is things being different. Like last week we talked about, this isn't normal. Don't pretend it's normal. This week we're talking about, this isn't normal. And because it's not normal, we're doing things differently than we sometimes would. And how do we deal with that? And what is that like for our kids? Like, I, I think my kids did okay with 
being at home for the first few weeks and they're kind of I don't want to say they're starting to fall apart now because that makes it sound like now we just fall apart and I I would like to think this is like a an important moment for them an adjustment moment where they're realizing this is going on longer and this is funky and we're trying we're trying to find our footing again in a new place yeah but that involves things being acknowledging that things are really different and we don't we don't know which rules we need to hang on to because they're important no i i think that's that's right. I, I am with you. The the kids starting to feel it. I'll say instead of saying lose it, just feel it. You can see it like impacting like as they consciously start trying to sort it out. But I I think there are like the the flip side of the things I'm I'm letting them do that I hadn't been letting them do before this. Or, or I didn't find as easy to do. <laughs> like, they are, I am never getting up to get a child a snack ever again. Okay? I <laughs> am never doing it again. And that was something that was like, oh, it's just so much easier if I go grab the snack for you. Or even if I'm already in the kitchen next to the snacks, I'm like, that is like a new, a new thing to emerge from this. Where is it? I don't know. You're going to have to find, like, all the stuff that was very easy for me just to step in and think, all right, they're working on autonomy and independence in this area, but this one, whatever, right? Like, this definitely has caused me to have to let go of some stuff I was probably over-controlling a little bit. (laughs) Probably. You like that? That I was definitely (laughs) (laughs) over-controlling. That then, you know, while it's good, it also makes me have the same thoughts as the camp out, right? It's the like, okay, why was I holding on to that so tight? And and I don't need a therapist to explain why I was holding on to that so tight. But it it's still like I didn't think that would happen this way, right? Like I <laughs> I think a lot of it was easier to get the snack because I felt they were doing such hard work out in the world. Yeah. Yes. And now they're not doing hard work out in the world. And so I'm like, well, we're all home. And so now you're going to have to, you know, do those things that I know they require of you at school here. Yeah. That's really good. That's a plus. I mean, I'm with you on that. I think there's also that feeling of like, I'm trying to preserve their good energy because of the next thing that's coming up and right now there is no next thing coming up so it's a little bit like if this goes off the grid or whatever like then we'll just work on it until it gets better because there's nowhere else to go but that's a positive that's (laughs) that's kind of still the problem even the positive things that require the work yeah. The work is the work that is required from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels impossible when you're so tired and when yeah. you're so drained and when you're snapping like so quickly. And like, I can neither <laughs> like exhaust myself running around and giving people the things that they are asking for. And I can also find it, like, exhausting to say, come get it yourself, come get it yourself, come get it, you know what I mean? Like, it's, both require work, and both are hard to do. Yeah. I will say that the plus side of all of these good and or bad new choices that we are making is that there's no one around to judge us. Yes, my children have a tablet at dinner time, but I'm not at a restaurant for you to see that. (laughs) (laughs) 
One Bad Mother is supported in part by Beta Brand. If you're out of clean loungewear, mix things up by changing into Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. They're as comfortable as your PJs, and their professional style will make you feel like you actually got dressed for the day. Beta Brand makes workwear that's as functional and comfortable as your favorite workout gear. Their customer favorite dress pant yoga pants are made of wrinkle-free, stretch-knit fabric, making them perfect for long work days or working from home. There are tons of different colors and styles to choose from, like boot cut, straight leg, eight pocket, and more. Guys, working from home is a challenge now, so let's at least try and be comfortable when we do it. Right now, our listeners can get 25% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash badmother. That's 25% off your first order for a limited time at betabrand.com slash badmother. Find out why women are buying five different pairs of these pants. Go to betabrand.com slash badmother for 25% off. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. So, we've been working on the teeth brushing, and Curtis, my three-year-old, is very into brushing his own teeth. That's very important to him. I don't think he can really do a good job of brushing his teeth but again it's that like I'm not gonna fight this like I'm not gonna like tell you you can't brush your teeth like just go sure go ahead brush your teeth but then I feel that I need to follow up and I've found myself doing this thing that magically has been working (laughs) which is that I go after he's brushed his teeth quote unquote brushed his teeth I go okay let's look and see how you did (gasps) they're so white look at these beautiful (laughs) clean teeth and as I'm saying all these like absurd like over the top compliments I'm brushing his teeth oh yeah (laughs) I'm brushing his teeth while I'm saying all this stuff so I'm like okay and let me look back here and wow you got back here really well and let's look up here oh my gosh they are so strong and white and beautiful you are doing such a great job you are such a big kid and then I just rinse the toothbrush and I put it away and it's great because he really leaves he's he's so captivated by listening to all the compliments I'm giving him that he just holds his mouth open for me while I brush all his teeth. Wow. Good yep. job. Thank that you. Good job. Thanks. So I wanted to do something. This is and this is not necessarily recent. This is something that like pops up throughout this extended period of time at home. But old Biz, when she pops up <laughs> from the ocean of the pandemic is like I'd like to make something nice for the neighborhood right because we have you know everybody's got like little things going on in the neighborhood like sometimes people are hiding like a bear in a window you can go on a bear hunt like for the kids who are all home and so there had been a project I had done for Valentine's Day for the kids where you take like a river rock and then you take some red paint and you thumbprint a heart and then I turn those into funny little people that said things like, I love you. So the kids and I sat around and we made funny little rocks out of our thumbprints on the on the rocks. And then later I went through and wrote things on them like, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> it's okay, right? <laughs> like, it's all right if you're feeling super sad right now. <laughs> or you are not alone. Or Like, my latest one is, like, a little heart holding hands with, like, a big weirdo, like a one-eyed weirdo. And it says, let's just make friends with the weirdo. Right? Like, (laughs) and I, we put them out 
by the uh, fence, the front gate, and Katie Bell made a sign that said, like, happiness rocks, take one if you need one, take two if you need two. And the project with the kids was fun, but I have found that I really enjoy sitting there and, like, fuck the fingerprints. I'm, like, painting shit on there, and it's not great. I am not an artist, but I am having the nicest time just, like, painting, drying, drawing, adding, coming up with a funny thing to say. And I just have been filling that basket and people taken. And then as a really nice thing, we also have some signs up and stuff, but like uh, two days ago, a fairy door magically appeared on our tree outside of our yard. Somebody had put a little fairy door and like a little fox and some little, it was really nice. And I was like, oh, I do really like the nice, the nice things that people are doing right now. That's nice. I like people. <laughs> it is really nice. It's so impressive to me. It's really, really nice. Good job, Biz. That's a nice thing that Thank you're doing you. for yourself and your kids and your whole neighborhood. So that's that's. Thank you. Great. I will say yeah. there are days where I'm getting the most out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Good job. This is a genius. I don't know why I didn't think of it this before. My family doesn't live anywhere near me. And so I have always had to rely on other folks um, in my community to be my support system, which is not working right now because of the order to distance yourself. But I found two games that my parents and my brothers and sisters can play perfectly well distance-wise over even just a phone with my kids. So my older child is playing Battleship a lot with probably the game that my parents had from when we were kids. <laughs> Battleship works perfectly well if each person has their own board. And then my younger child has been playing Guess Who with my <laughs> sister. It is great. Guess who is like the one with the faces, but everybody has their own board. And it has taken a big, you know, sigh of relief uh, for me to be like, thank you, thank you so much for entertaining my children for half an hour. <laughs> anyway, you're doing a great job. Thanks. Bye. Good job. This is so good. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. The battleship, we've also done the battleship, but, like, with a friend. So, like, yeah. the, but it, I was just like, oh! So, yeah, I, but I never thought about the Guess Who. The Guess Who is such a good idea, too. You're doing such a great job. And I know you already know this, but this is also not only helpful to you and your kids, but to your your family that, that can't be with you right now, too. So I just, good job. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So we had made <laughs> rocket ships out of boxes with Oscar and Curtis. I had made rocket ships out of boxes, one for each of them. Oscar had made one just spontaneously on his own, and then I helped him, like, cut some arm and leg holes. And then Curtis saw that and wanted one for himself, and so I had made one for him. This was, like, a few weeks ago. And then it was that thing where they were just lying around, and yeah. I, they, I was tripping over them, and it was raining, so we couldn't really keep them outside, and I just... I threw them out. I threw yes. them out. And I didn't ask them because I knew they would say, no, don't throw them out. And I decided I this is worth throwing them out. And this is worth later them being upset. Well, I don't know. I don't I guess I don't even know that this is a fail, but it just fucking sucked because Ugh. It like a week later, like really a week, like it took them many days to notice that they were gone to ask about them. And then when I said they were gone, the part that was the fail was like how really sad they were. 
like that this was something they really loved and they were so betrayed that I got rid of them mm. without like it was like they had a real emotional attachment to yeah these. and to be honest I kind of knew that like this wasn't just like a throwaway activity it was kind of more than that but I just couldn't I couldn't keep tripping over the stupid boxes like I didn't have anywhere yeah. to put them so I don't know what I would have done differently, but it really sucked to start. And of course, they figured it out in the morning one day, like before yep. a homeschooling day. And I just sat there with them while they cried for a really long time. And then Oof. one of them would start crying, stop crying, and then they'd stop. And then one of them would start crying. The other one would start crying again. And it just dragged on and on and on. I am. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're right. I can't identify the fail. Like, again, if yeah. this was six months ago, we could yeah. laugh about, you know, I knew it was coming and I'm going to yeah. throw these away and they're going to yell. Yeah. But now it's just like, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's yeah. Thank really you. horrible. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. One of the things that I had worked hard on in the time before the pandemic was <laughs> getting Ellis out of the den, like out of the den, living room, whatever the hell you want to call it. He had had this Lego table set up. There were Legos on it. I just like we got a different table. All the Legos were in his room. There were maybe a handful in the dam that we were slowly starting to shift, right? Like, but, and yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you liked him. But he was getting more and more comfortable in his room, doing his own yeah. thing. Yeah. Not only is that gone, which is really kind of out of my control, but the den is so fucking full of Legos. Oh, yeah. Right now. They're, yeah. they're like, and because the house is full of people and animals, 24 hours a day now it everything's so dusty and like yeah. tumbleweedy yeah and then there are just these legos all throughout it and i hate it i'm like honest to god i'm like is there a place i can go in this house that yeah. doesn't have somebody else's stuff all over it and the answer yes. is no. no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I really deeply relate, and I am so sorry. Yeah. It's funny, mm. but it's not. Yeah, it'd be, it's the same again, thing. It would be funny for a little bit. But the thing yeah. is, we don't, we're out of our routine. Like, I keep having that yeah. thing where I'm like, well, I'll get to it. I'll, yes. I'll, one, that day will come where I have time to yeah. kind of clean and catch up and like organize or something. And the day never comes. And then mm -mm. there's the realization that the day isn't coming. Yeah. Yeah. I just try not to have realizations anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Hi, One Bad Mother. So I'm calling with a fail, which at first I didn't realize was a fail, but now, now I realize it was a fail um, because I completely contradicted my amazing partner who is home all day long with my two wonderful but very um, overly energetic children and stubborn and, gosh, what else are they? Ooh, they are some tough kids. <laughs> um, so yesterday I got home from work. Yes, I, um, I work in the healthcare industry, so I actually still am going to work. Um, and I get home and my girls are sitting on my bed and they have set up um, our little tablet that has a, um, a case on it, and they set it up in such a way that it was plugged into the charger, and it was kind of hooked over my dresser drawer, so they could actually sit and watch a show on the tablet. So here I am just, like, praising them for a while. That was really resourceful, and that was really great, and I'm impressed you guys thought about that and came up with this great idea. So this morning... Knowing that kind of the rule in our house is if the tablet is charging, then we don't 
trying to charge. So this morning, the tablet was not charging. I mean, it was it was charged, um, but we just left it on the charger because one of my kiddos needs to have it working and not, you know, battery dead for one of her online learning um, things today. So I let them go ahead and set it up just like they had it when I got home yesterday, just thinking, you know, proud of how, you know, genius we all are. Um, so yesterday I could have called this in as a genius. Today it's a fail because my, my wonderful husband, my, my partner, my life partner, and the wonderful father of my children um, came in and was just like, what is going on here? We don't watch the, t- you know, we don't use the tablet when it's charging. And I looked at him and I'm like, well, it's not technically charging. It's it's charged. We're just making sure that it stays charged. And he looks at me like, okay, I, I, I really don't think this is any different. And then I realized the error of my ways that I have completely set a false precedence for my children <laughs> and have led them astray and um, have just made things harder for my husband. And I'm very sorry, husband. First off, thank you for your work. <laughs> we really appreciate that you are working as a member of the healthcare profession. Now, let's get to it. Yes, you suck. <laughs> this is such this is such a classic especially right now moment. This is the this is the, if you are in a partnered relationship, the off balance of the we all all of us need something easier. And for one of us, it may be sticking to the rules that have already been set up while to the other person it's tossing those rules out the yeah. window. And yeah. what is definitely, at least not happening in this house, is any pre-game discussion. Nope. When would <laughs> you have that? it? When would that happen? Yeah. When yes. you're in the middle of children screaming at you, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, I yeah. get how easy this fail was to happen. Yep. I mean, yeah. God, we just spent... The whole first half of the show talking about this. Definitely understand, but also, you're failing every member of your family. (laughs) (laughs) You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And together, we host a podcast called Still Buffering, where we answer questions like, Why should I not fall asleep first at a slumber party? How do I be fleet? Is it okay to break up with someone using emojis? And sometimes we talk about bugs. No, we don't. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Find out the answers to these important questions and many more on Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am a teenager. And... I was two butts, 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 butts. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And together we present Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. We explain the historical significance of everyday etiquette topics, then answer your questions relating to modern life. So join us weekly on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. No RSVP required. Check out Schmanners. Schmanners, Schmanners. Get it? Well, Teresa, no guests today, which is fine because we had a lot to say to each other. (laughs) (laughs) But you know who also has a lot to say? That's a mom having a breakdown. Hi, One Bad Mother. Uh, This is a rant. 
or break down or whatever have you. Short time ago, like two days ago, it was official that school is closed for the year. And that's fine. None of this has really affected me because my child has been at my stepmom's since the school's closed because my fiancé and I are both essential workers. And at first we were just going to have him stay over there for like a week and enjoy being around my half-siblings who are much closer to his age than mine. And then the shelter-in-place order went into effect and I... My fiancé and I decided it's just not safe to bring my kid home. He's only seven. And we are out dealing with the public every single day. And, you know, we just had this adoption get finalized. We were going to have a party. And we can't do that. And, you know, it just sucks. I can't even see my kid right now. And I don't know. I I feel like such a bad mom because I also have just been enjoying not having him home. But I I also want to see him, but it, it's just not safe right now, and it's really hard. <sighs> this is all just a lot. And then, of course, people are coming out when they don't need to, and they come in six times in the night and buy one or two things. People aren't respecting this at all. Well, thanks for listening. You guys are doing a great job, and I hope I am, too. Bye. First of all, you're doing a good job. Everything that you have shared just fits into the impossibleness of this puzzle that we are all in the middle of right now. And I like I all I hear listening to your call are all of those voices that we talked about at the beginning, like in the topic about the, like, you know, it's your time to be with your children, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, so when you say there are times I'm enjoying not, ha- I, I 100% yes. understand what you were saying. Yes. And I have zero judgment on that. I know for a yep. fact you love your child and that you also want your child there too, right? I get it. That's yes. the mixed bag that is honest parenting okay also you and your partner you and your fiance are making a really hard choice no one even with that said about it's nice having time away from my child that does not negate the hardness of the choice to not have your child home out of fear of exposing them to this virus that comes with its own package of of thoughts and concerns and guilt and non-guilt and self you know i mean that's all there and then you add to that like talk about things that are disappointing cuz we're not getting to complete them or finish them or do them as we had scheduled i've heard all about the weddings being postponed graduations adoptions that's really hard Because I know how hard the process of adoption is, thanks to our wonderful listeners and our guests. I also want to recognize that, like, the decision that you made to have your kid be at your stepmom's was a plan that made sense to you in that moment. Yes. And I can hear you kind of second guessing yourself like should I have done it that way and now school is out for the year and I didn't mean for it to go this long and should I have done that differently and it just feels like a good time to remember what we've said a bunch of times on this show but I still have troubling trouble remembering myself which is we make the best decisions that we can in the moment and this pandemic is full of that type of shit like There's so many things about this that we didn't predict and we wouldn't have known how to predict. And even right now, we're making decisions every day that we can't predict the outcomes of and we don't know if we're doing the right thing, but we're just using 
the best information that we have to make the decisions that we can right now. And in the future, I hope we will look back on right now and trust that we were doing our best and that we had everybody, ourselves and our kids and our families and communities best interests at heart when we made those decisions. Correct. I think that's, and that's really critical for all of us, is that last thought there, Teresa, this idea that all the actions we're taking, even when we doubt them, I want to look back (laughs) on these times, no matter how confused I am about the choices and, you know, the different feelings I have about all of it, that I was motivated by and that we were all motivated by trying to do what was best for our community and for each other and those that we love. You're doing a great job. You're not alone. I know there are a lot of parents out there who are in similar circumstances. And to you and to all of you, you are doing a good job. Teresa, what did we learn today? Well... We learned that everything's different and not just what's happening outside of our window, but what's happening inside our house and how we're making decisions and how we're reacting to things. What I want to learn from today is I like yell scream at Teresa via FaceTime is what you just reminded us of. I can make choices today and I can change those choices or make a different choice tomorrow and it will be okay. (laughs) So that's what I want to take away. That and I'll never promise my children to go camping ever again. Oh, and by the way, you all know this is going to turn into a weekend event in this house. (laughs) Oh, no. go Go ahead and predict that. Everybody, you are doing a really good job. It is incredibly more right now, more than most of us have dealt with in a long time or ever. And everything that, like like we were saying at the beginning, uh, did you ever think you could be more tired? Now I know that I could be more tired. Did you ever think you could set the bar lower? Oh, yeah. Now I know I can. (laughs) I know. Now I didn't know that this bar had a basement. Low, 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 low. Everything is like just upside down. And it's very unsettling. And you're all doing a remarkable job getting through it. I just want to add that all of the stuff we're doing and the decisions we're making and blah, 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 it's pretty minuscule given the magnitude of all the stuff that is not in our control. So I think I I know for me, especially, I have a tendency to try to control a lot of things and feel that the world is on my shoulders. And what I'm trying to remember right now is there is so little difference I can make right now like I want to go back to like I have the power to keep my kids home right now I have the power to have regular hand washing and you know wear masks if we have to go out and all of that stuff I have the power to like try to be nice to my family members and like try to be nice to people online that's pretty much the extent of what's in my control right now (laughs) and like when we bring it back around to that that feels more manageable to me Mm. than feeling like I need to somehow conquer this experience or achieve this experience somehow win this experience (laughs) god everybody let's really all try to keep it a lot simpler if we can. <laughs> Thank goodness my bar is so low that simple becomes so very easy. Should I be thinking about... Nope. Nope. Don't. Nope. I shouldn't be thinking about you that. You shouldn't. 
You should. 200 granola bars today? Well, look at you being independent and getting it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Good job. Was it good? Was it yummy? Was it delicious? Did you like how that? Do you, how do you feel now? We're just going to bread and jam for Francis all over the place. Everybody, you are doing a remarkable job, and we see you. Teresa, you're doing a very good job, and I'm sorry everybody was yelling today. Thanks, Biz. (laughs) You're also doing a very good job. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not going down Mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.